on your seat on mine so that you know what that means yeah that means we are live what is up everyone how you guys doing today and listen this one i've been trying to schedule for a while finally i got him down to sit down and spend some time with me on this podcast welcome to the podcast harry cook what an amazing rider bsb you guys keep a lookout because 2024 is going to be proper mega for him so yeah i can't wait let's get into it harry what is up mate yeah you're right yeah just been busy quite quite lately <laughs> um just getting you know getting prepared for the season training this morning and doing fitness tests and all sorts of crazy stuff <laughs> i know right I, I actually seen that so walk us through the fitness test like what, what actually does that because we we as fans always see uh pictures and, and little videos of people doing it right so what exactly does a proper fitness test entail for a caliber of riders such as you so yeah, so most riders you'll see on online will do um, a fitness test and, and you'll see like this crazy mask on their face when they're doing on the treadmill or on, or, or on a bike. And um, basically what that does is it records our, um, our like uh, fitness level. So like um, it takes in the air it, through like your nose and like it records how much you like breathe. Um, it's a lot of stuff. It's like a lot of data that it gives you, um, your stamina, during a, like they can actually like link up to like how you'd race in uh in in a, in, a, in a race right uh, in your like pace and stuff um it's crazy it tells you everything honestly like you're they even give like blood tests as well like during like you're doing the exercise and it takes your uh lactate me measures and stuff um in, in real time yeah of course yeah. yeah so yeah you get you get given the data i should be given the data um in about seven days um and uh yes yeah, so hopefully i can have a look at that and then it'll help out with my fitness my training um and obviously on on the track as well that's awesome so do you actually sit down obviously you sit down with the doctor and they go over all your data and yeah. say you need to improve here you're good here blah 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 yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff yeah they even like get these like little clamps and they like start like pinching you like on, on your body everywhere seeing how it's like body fat and all sorts and yeah you have to get like stripped down <laughs> That's hilarious, right? They're like, put this on uh, for yeah. what, right? I, I, thought, I thought I was going to wear the cool mask, man. That was yeah. it, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and you obviously run on a treadmill with the mask on, right? Because it takes your yeah. heart rate, uh, all that mm. good stuff. How yeah, much yeah, oxygen exactly. intake, yeah. you know. Uh, dude, that's awesome, man. It's yeah, good, it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> so how long typically does this test actually last? So they do like an interval. So um, they'll do like, I think it was a three minute like sprint. Uh, well, it's like, um, it goes in levels. So it'll go like real slow. Um, and then they'll have like 30 second break and then it'll go to nine kilometers, 10 kilometers and so on. And it will go from like really easy. And they'll and they'll even give you like a level, like like levels of how, how you're feeling, like from one to 20. And I'll be like, I'm 10, I'm 10, I'm 10, I'm 10. And then all of a sudden it will get to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm 18, I'm 18. <laughs> because they put it up to like 17 kilometers and that's when i you know sort of finished and i was like and they're like come on push 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 and i'm like i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> and i oh even my legs just at the end was like spinning out and i was like that's hard but it's so good honestly like what they give like the information that you give it they give is amazing that's awesome man listen man we got a good mate jamie hollins what is up bro he says hey guys yeah dude jamie's jamie is proper uh yeah 
Yeah, love that guy. He's he's, yeah. he's doing big things for the sport, man. I'm proud of what he's done and and, and what he's achieved. He's uh yeah, he's definitely going places. So Jamie, what is up? And then I got a good buddy of mine, Tahoe. What is up, buddy? How you doing? He says, What's <laughs> going on? And then of course, listen, one of my my brother from another mother, my man Al says, pin the gas. You already know, right? Yeah. So yeah, Harry, dude, that's awesome, man. Good insight. Thank you for, for explaining that to me. I've always, mm. you know, just wondered exactly what goes on with those tests, yeah. but uh, I want to get into how you actually got into, into motorcycles to begin with. Yeah. How did so, that happen? Yeah. Like it just, when I was little, my dad would like put like, he used to like watch motorbikes all the time and obviously football as well, but I wasn't really interested in that. But he put like MotoGP on, on like a, on a Sunday, Saturday, whatever. Um, and I'd, I'd go up to the TV like all the time and I'd just be like, sat like right, like face up against the TV screen and be like, like just watch it and i watch the whole race just like up against the cabinet like this and i'm like <laughs> and then like my dad would be like and it was amazing my dad was like oh who's that rider who's that rider who's that rider and i'd be like uh, that's stoner oh that's marquez <laughs> i'd know every rider at like the age of two and it was like that's when i sort of just loved it from then really and then like my dad would take like uh, take me through the um bsb paddock and have a look at different bikes um I, i'm sure you're aware of the, the harry boy racing team in Supersport. that was like my favorite bike back then because they used to have a lot of harry bows like all the packets harry bows and i'd like used to come up there and steal all the harry bows and then like they'd have the trophy and i actually said one day and i said when i was a kid and they had the trophy on top of the bike and i was like I want to win that one day. I want to win that. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and um, yeah, that, just, yeah, that's how I sort of got into it. And then uh, uh, I bought me a little, like, is it like, a, it was like an electric quad bike um, and just around the garden. And one of my uh, dad's mates uh, was there as well. And he like watches racing and um, I've never ridden before or anything. I just like got it for my first time. I was like going around trying to get like my knee down on this four wheel like <laughs> like quad bike, trying to replicate the MotoGP riders and stuff. And like my dad's mate was like, he needs to get on a bike. You need to get him racing because he's like fully like leaning off this thing. He is he like he even asked him like, has he ever like raced like ever? Um, and my dad was like, no, like just like bought him it for Christmas, and he's just going around garden like you know. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's I just I loved it from then. Did a bit of football. Um, for a bit and then uh my dad then bought me like a nice like little pw50 motocross bike for my eight i think it was no it wasn't my eighth it was my sixth birthday um and i went around a little motocross track and uh i actually crashed it but then i just got straight back up and back on it and i like just wanted i just because i just loved it like from a sport i just loved doing it and um and i'd like oh that was so funny because i just thing is i didn't know like properly how to like sort of work it and it was my first ever time and i just forgot to use the brakes i just went straight into these hay bales <laughs> and i just like straight into them but, yeah no that, that, that's where it all sort of started from there then and then yeah and then mini bikes and yeah, that's when it all sort of started. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, I uh, I grew up riding too myself, uh, but yeah. my dad, my mom was always like, "No, you can't have a motorcycle." My dad's mm. like, "Yeah, let's get him a bike, right?" Um, yeah. But uh, fortunately with me, uh, I grew up in the military, so everywhere we went, uh, mm. I had become friends with somebody that had a motorcycle. So I still grew up riding, right? Um, but I did the same thing first time. They're like, "Okay, this is your front brake, this is your rear brake, right?" It was a four-speed automatic, you know, and and. You ain't got to, you know, use the clutch. Just it didn't yeah. have a clutch, four speed automatic, right? So I took off. Yeah, same thing, but I hit a fence. Um, but yeah, I got right back. Oh, up. I was, I was laughing so hard, right? And it was like, uh, 
man, it was the most freedom I've ever felt in my life. Right? Mm. It's hard to explain yeah. somebody uh, the very first time you fall in love with a bike, the very first yeah. time you ride it. It's, uh, but it's a different experience for everybody, right? Mm. Everybody takes different things from it. So it's, uh, yeah, course, yeah, yeah, man, that's good stuff. So mini moto, man, tell us how, how uh, mini moto went. Yeah, so like, well, it was a it was a Bambino championship. So it was on these like ninety um, cc like pit bikes, and um, just did championship in that the first ever time as well. And uh, it was I did joined in in the winter series, so it was only like uh, probably like five rounds, five six rounds. And um, I actually came third in my first season. And I was like, my dad was like, "Well, he's quite good then, like you know." <laughs> so like the following season, I, I got this. Um, I actually got my first proper like manual transmission. Uh, 140 it was and uh, I did like a season in that um, I, was, I was struggling quite a lot to sort of learn how to like use the, the clutch and and stuff like that all the basics still so then that took me like a couple of years and then um, I actually then second year uh, I was fighting for the championship um, and then I broke my collarbone at one of the rounds this one um, and uh, yeah that weren't great and then I sat out for about maybe just half a year um and i and then i did a bit of uh, in spain like um i don't know what's called rfme rfme championship cv uh just did like some rounds out there and that was amazing i learned so much out there um and i made some good friends um i'm sure you're aware of hugo milan um who passed away only probably a few years ago but he was like a good friend of mine and he taught me so much like he was like no brake hurry no brake hurry and, it's like, and i'm like well breaking because <laughs> in the uk we're always breaking all the time and like he was like don't use brake don't use brake and even like his dad would be like i'm gonna cut the brake off if you get using it as <laughs> a joke of course but um no i learned so much out there and then i came over to the uk um and got my acu license on the rs125 uh, in the fun sport, similar to uh, Caden Wilkinson, I did yeah. in the same year. Okay, um, and we were actually battling quite a lot in that. And um, nice. then I broke yeah, and then I broke a collarbone um, in 2019. Um, so then I sat out again, and uh, I then entered into the British Championship in 2020 um, in the in the British Talent Cup. Um, that was my first year. Uh, we had nothing. We didn't know anything. Joined a team. Um, the team was really good. But uh, they just didn't have much knowledge about the NSS 250 as much. Like, you know, we didn't have um, as much knowledge, like, with how to make the bike faster and stuff like that. And obviously, it's my, you know, I'm learning these British tracks still. And, um, yeah, so we were just sort of learning it. And then it came up to the 2021 season um, and then got on the R3 two years on that. Second year, obviously, won the race and got some podiums. <laughs> and then, obviously, the year after that, last year, um, on the MV. So, yeah. And then that was another learning year. And then this year is uh, going to be a good year, I think. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a proper mega year, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, it is. You're going you're gonna to do big things, for sure. Uh, we actually have a, a couple comments coming in already. Chris Lewis says, hey, Chris, hey, Harry, what is going on, bud? Um Jamie Holland says, thanks for the positive words, Chris. Can't wait to see what Harry can do this year in Supersport. I think he's going to fit in perfectly at the Affinity Sports Academy. Me too, Jamie. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And then go ahead. They're they're really they're a really good team. Uh, like to be fair, I, I'm really sort of fitting in now where um, you know, I, I haven't even started the season. You were doing like um fitness tests together with you know, I've been around Leon's doing loads of stuff together and I, I get along so well with my teammates the guys in super teens get along so well with them and um 
and yeah me and leon it's amazing as well like if leon's watching i mean i i feel so like connected with him like i feel so like as if he's like my best mate now it just feels so good like honestly i feel like it's going to be such a good year and it, it's definitely going to be one to sort of uh watch out for because <laughs> it's gonna, i'm definitely going to fight for a championship i think hopefully if i you know keep keep my head down focus and um yeah that's my goal anyway you know i'm not claiming the championship but in in my head that's my focus absolutely yeah I, I i love it too i i love you like you know i'm a shark i'm megalodon i'm coming in the water and i'm eating everybody i'm, I'm getting this right and that's the way you got to be 100 yeah. percent, dude i love it bro let's go harry that's what i'm talking about i love it dude yes yes uh and then we got um of course my mate martin adams what is up bro he says evening guys hope you're all good absolutely happy yeah, days yeah. right yeah, yeah. For sure 110 percent. and then we actually have a question from chris lewis he says what do you think to the changes that made with the super sport class this upcoming season harry seems mixed reaction in the paddock about the changes uh i really to be honest i haven't actually looked at the regulations as much because they've only just literally banged them out yeah um, so I, I literally haven't looked at them at all so yeah, i'm sorry i can't really answer your question about that but I, i'm sure it'll be sort of similar to the same as uh as last year um but yeah with the, with the zx six is obviously going to be different from for myself but um yeah I, I've, it, it's, I've already tested the old bike and uh yeah it's a good bike it, it you know it, i definitely feel comfortable and more similar to the r3 um which obviously i, I had a really good year on um so yeah no it's gonna be good hopefully <laughs> That's, it, it will be yeah, absolutely. I keep saying it because it's true, man. It's it's everybody. You just wait and watch and see, man. Harry Cook, I'm telling you, big things, dude, for sure, hundred percent. All right, and then I, we actually have a comment, man. A question from my good buddy Andrew Davis. What is up, brother, man? Um, he says, uh, "That's Ben Benardo." Sorry, Andrew. I'll, I'll pull yours up in a second. Harry's a really nice lad. Wish him all the best. Can't wait. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And this is my mate, Andrew. He says, have you noticed different types of atmospheres in the paddock in different countries? I've always wondered that. Um, I, to be honest, I, I always obviously watch like MotoGP and stuff. I, you know, I don't really focus too much on the paddock life as much. Um, obviously, just focus on racing all the time on the track. And uh, that's my sort of main, main aim and main goal to sort of look at. But no, to be honest, I don't really notice much. I mean, most of the time, if I am at racing as well, like I'll just sit in the caravan, just on the PlayStation, learning the track, or or having a kip, having a nice sleep before the next race. <laughs> yeah, it's um. So, uh, Andrew, I've, I've been over there to, to BSB. I, I mean, obviously, I go to MotoGP pretty much every year in Moto America. It, there, there is uh, atmosphere uh, differences as far as the energy, right? MotoGP, of course, is obviously a high energy um because yeah, it's the I'm premier championship you just don't have as much freedom to, to yep. walk around right uh moto america of course we do it the best as far as harry we have an open pit policy right mm -hmm. um so yep. where you pay your 80 dollars for the weekend you can go up to jake gagne cambobier oh, you don't have to have a special pass or i don't have to know harry cook to to, to yeah, get yes. in right and all this stuff right yeah of course uh but um uh bsb man to me was uh so magical all of them are even mm -hmm. moto america right but uh yeah. what i find being between all of them is that uh 
the crowd at BSB was more lively. I mean, oh, yeah, dude, every practice session, every race, dude, it was yeah. packed. It's, right? It's, honestly, like, I'd be like coming out of caravan and there'd be like or, already like 20,000 20, on a Friday. It's like, yeah. And then like midway, midday, it'll get to like 30, 40. And, it's like, and it'll be the whole weekend as well. Like, the British fans are, are so good. And like, you know, it's honestly like such an atmosphere. I love like waking up in the morning on the Sunday and seeing fans walking about. It's like amazing. And I'll be like going on my way to a shower and everyone's like, oh, it's very good. Like, it's, it's amazing. But yeah, I mean, actually, to be fair, like I have I have been in, uh, I've been in World Superbike Paddock um, only for one round at, at Portal Mount. Um, yeah, it, it's a good paddock. Like, you know, a lot, it's a lot more space. How they, how they do the paddock, obviously, they open it up a bit more, but then at the same time, I think um, they're bigger tracks anyway, so you're going to have bigger paddocks. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I don't really know. notice much difference, um, unless except the the fact that the uh, the scooters are all electric over there. Because I'll be like walking about, and there'll be like Alex Lowe's trying to get through, and he'll like always ram me over. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean they're both amazing paddocks. All of them are amazing paddocks. I've actually, you know, okay. I went to Silverstone last year um, in MotoGP to watch some of the racing, and like it's so. And I think it's getting a lot better now because you walk around like the paddock. Obviously, you have to have the pass, but when you have got the pass and you're in the paddock. All the riders are about, and it's yeah. so nice to sort of go and see him, get a photo. You know, I, I got a photo of Marquez, and I'm like, that's my dream rider. Like, so you know that <laughs> that's that's so amazing. So it's like, you know, it, yeah, they're all similar in their own ways. Sorry, different in their own ways, but yeah, they've all got the same sort of positive attitude in racing as well. Especially, they've all got their own positive attitude in racing, um, and yeah, that's pretty good. It, yeah, it is, man. It, it's um, you're right. So uh, Chris says, you know, uh, sad that you cannot get in the MotoGP paddock, Chris Lewis. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Uh, you either got to know somebody, be a team guest. But here in America, I'm not. I heard it's different over there it, uh, in, in the European rounds as far as MotoGP goes. Mm -hmm. I think you got to know somebody or a team member yeah. to actually get in the paddock behind mm -hmm. the scenes. But here yeah, in America. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but here in America, Harry, they actually sell a VIP pass, right? They're like 300 yeah. or 350 bucks, but it's a limited. So oh, right. they'll basically put oh, it right. out, right? And they have a limited number. Of course, they don't want 10,000 people back behind yeah. the garages, right? Because then it'd make it course, real yeah. difficult. So it it's limited. If you do get a hold of it, which I've been fortunate enough past couple of years to, to get yeah, one. Yeah. You can go back there and man, man, I met all them guys, man. Like dude, Ricardo Rossi, right? I walked up to him. Yeah, of course, got, yeah. I got a big Marco Simicelli tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah. And of course he raced for the sick squad yeah, the, of 58. Yep. And I was like, bro, dude, I'm a huge fan. You mind if I get a, you know, photo? And he, he looks at my tattoo. I was like, dude, a huge fan of Marco, right? He's like, bro, dude, that's awesome. We took a picture and he's like, come on, man, walk with me, dude. He took me back into the Moto3 garage, bro. Wow. I was like, dude, this is amazing. I met all the team mm -hmm. members. It was, uh, yeah, it, it. I can't put it into words how, how proper mega it was. It was just, <laughs> it was, man. It was so surreal. I've been such a fan, right? And, it, and to be there, it was. Uh, yeah. But yes, you can't get into the to the paddock. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, most of the time you you overseas. From my understanding, now I don't know. Allegedly, I don't know if it's hundred percent true, but you got to yeah. know somebody. To be honest, I, I work with um, so, you know, I work with someone in Dorna um, who just helps me out commercially side with just um and he does an amazing job of it um just helping me out with sponsors and 
stuff like that because obviously you know racing does get really hard you know at doing it yeah you know, with no no support so um yeah it's always good um but yeah no he, he helped us out a bit with the passes and stuff so yeah <laughs> as like a little like dawn guest <laughs> that's awesome man yeah I'm, I'm actually trying to uh i think i think the vip pass is already sold out this year so unfortunately mm. i didn't i didn't get one i, I want to uh i want to try to get my hands on one so we'll see if anybody's yeah. out there listening man that that could help me out would be much appreciated for sure mm. It'd be proper, right? Uh, and then, man, my man, Ben Lee, what is up? He just said, uh, just wanted to say hello, mates. Looking forward to a great 2024 season. Got to drive, but thanks, Chris. We'll catch up with each other soon. Absolutely, we will, mate. Um, and then going back to, to what Chris said earlier, he's, uh, f- to his previous question, Harry, he said it was more about the removal of the 600 class and bringing wow. in of, of the new champions. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I, I think, it, it, to be honest, um it's not much of a a massive change, I guess, but um, obviously it's quite a shame seeing the, the stock six class go. Um, yeah. Because that was a, a really close racing sport um, for a lot of people, but um, bringing in the sport bike, I think it's going to be a lot more closer because the, the horsepowers are much more smaller. So obviously it's going to be more close racing. Um, and uh, obviously you got the um, super teens, which is also going to be really, it's really good racing to be fair, because it's all the same bikes, all going to be the 400. So, yeah. um, and obviously Kawasaki have got an amazing bike. So I think it's going to be an amazing, amazing championship. But, They're um, going to be uh, on the new ZX 400 RRs, correct? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, there's this yeah, it's an inline four. Like they've got the, the pistons like that small. It's like it's crazy. Right? You see me like what? That's it? Yeah, it's it's, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So uh, everybody, uh, they call it the ZX. Um, yeah, we call it ZX, but yeah, it's. Yeah. it's <laughs> but but you're right, Harry. The little four hundred pistons are like this big. You're like you got to be yeah. kidding me right now. Right? They're far and like this. It's crazy. How yeah, fast you're like. <laughs> this is mental right yeah, I, I, yeah. have you ridden a, the zx 400 rr no i haven't no i was i was thinking about like just testing one because they were doing like little um like test days at uh at donington park and Alton. um and i was thinking about riding one but no i never, I never actually got to the chance of doing it <laughs> well hopefully you will man i, I i'm sure they'll let you 100 we, we actually have another man matt matt anthony he's actually a photographer mm. that, that takes yeah. a lot of pictures out there at bsb yeah, what is going it. on yeah yeah matt's proper man he is uh he says harry top lad looking forward to this season i question i see a lot of the lads in the paddock are great mates and i'm sure you're racing against a lot of friends but who do you think your main competition is for the season um oh, great question <laughs> that is a great question <laughs> great question obviously I mean, you know, it, it depends on in, in during the like pra- free practice sessions and the qualifiers, and whoever's really in front of me is whoever my, my, my target is. Um, <laughs> I wish I could say names, but the thing is, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, I could be showing up or something. You never know. But um, I, that's another thing as well with the sport is like you never really know what's going to happen. Like all the time, I could say my rival, but then all of a sudden he might be like. In front of me or you even might be behind me and i'll be like well i need a new rival <laughs> but I, I i don't know i mean i had some good close racing with um with uh I forgot his name now um on the r6 uh oh what's his name gosh why have i forgot his name uh we'll get back to it but i've had some good racing with some riders um ryan garside as well was a good you know i had some good races with him um 
But um, yeah, like I, I mean, I'm really striving to sort of aim for like the top positions. Um, so really, whoever's in like the top ten, maybe it's uh, is the is the rivals. <laughs> Harry said, "I am the competition." Yeah, I, I'm here to eat and I'm hungry, right? So yeah, no, exactly, all yeah. my competition off the bike. We're mates. We'll go have a pint, and hang out. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. As soon as that helmet, especially when mm. that visor goes, yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, it's on and yeah. popping from that point on. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I mean, if you're if you're leaving straight away, as soon as you leave pit lane, it's like you're a different sort of animal. I mean, yep. I, if you meet me, I'm I'm such a nice person, like. You know, I, I think I should imagine hope so for everyone, but um, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just, I, I'm so just, I want to be kind to people because I feel like they deserve that, that kindness. Obviously, I want to make people feel welcome, and um, yeah, but I make some friends in the paddock. Like, but I, to be honest, I'm not a guy to really make friends in the paddock. Like, I sort of like I said earlier about the caravan. I'll sit in there and just go on my PlayStation or 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 watch videos revised with a track or uh, go to sleep or, or whatever, you know. <laughs> but I stay in there or you know hang around with my friend friends. Uh, sorry, with my family um, and my team. But I never really like go out and make loads of friends because the thing is, I'm there to sort of race. Uh, you know, well, I'm there to race and um, not really there to make friends. But obviously, I. You know, I'm polite to people, you know. Yeah. I'm still like going to be good mates, obviously, with my teammates. I'm good mates with them. Um, but on the track as well, it's it, just want to just want to beat them. <laughs> That's all I want to do, just beat them. <laughs> it, it, right. I mean, it's it, it's different bringing your mates outside from racing into the mm. paddock to hang out with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Again, right. Uh, but yeah, I, I could see where it'd be hard to be a real competitive yeah, uh, racer yeah. and be real good friends with, mm. with an opponent. Not saying that it can't happen. Not saying that that there's not people out there that do it now, right? Which yes, is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, people. I mean, you know, other people work with different, you know, in different ways. I mean, you can have a good mate and obviously get on with them and, and have a nice weekend and whatever. But personally, I just I just stay focused on the weekend. Like, I just keep my head in the game instead of going out and about and hang around with mates. Just, just stay focused, especially for this year anyway. Like, I just want to. My main goal is to just keep getting the best results as possible. You know. Facts, one hundred and ten percent, man. Yes, yes. And then Chris says, uh, "As I know, like others, never go to a BSB event without waterproofs." Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah it's facts, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I, I I tell my friends here. I was like, "Look, man, when you go to BSB, because I'm coming back in in 2025. I can't wait. But yeah. This time, I'm, I want to do two rounds. I want to do the round before Cadwell, and of course, I got to come back to yeah. Cadwell, man. That's the best track yeah, in the world. Yeah. Uh, but sure. now, go, go. Sorry, Harry. Uh, go no, ahead. No, yeah, I mean not. I've never really been around Cadwell, to be fair. Like, Cadwell, I only done it once, like, as a track day. And um, it, it was all right. Like, I, it was only R3, so it's like, I didn't really get to, like, I, I just wanted to jump the mountain. That was, like, my main goal, just to get some airtime on this little 300. I was, like, <laughs> whacking it, like, sucking it, just... <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, like, no, I, it is a mega track, to be fair. But I want to go on there on a super sport. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be, yeah. <laughs> You get your chance for sure, right? That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, well, we'll definitely be there this year. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's awesome. But yeah, I want to I want to uh, I want to hit two rounds up for sure. But yeah, he's yeah. right, dude. Like, so so my first time there, uh, yeah, you, I, I need to bring a jacket, a pair of pants, a pair of shorts, an umbrella, a beanie hat, a hat, right, a rain yeah. jacket. You need it all. It's all uh, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's 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 hard to explain. But again, what an experience, man. BSB to me mm. has been. Um, 
I catch flack a lot, right? Because yeah, obviously I'm American and I talk about BSB all the time. Um, That's right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's it's it it's a proper series. It really is. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and and I catch flack too. They're like, oh man, but they got it easy as far as the travel, right? Well, that's not yeah. their fault. They live in the oh, UK course, and yeah. it's so small, yeah. right? But yeah, I, I would love to have that, but that's why it makes it difficult out here, Harry, for for uh, mm. people starting out to actually, you know, go from dude. Well, it's a three day drive from Virginia to California. Really? Three days. Yes. So if I want to go ride at Laguna Seca, I'm three days in a car. What? Right. To yes. Fair, America is massive, though. To be honest, like it is uh, as a country, it's huge. Like, it well, is. I mean, it's not really. Is it a country? America it is a yeah, country. Isn't it? it is. Yeah. A country. yeah. It's like it's not like it's not like Africa. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's that big. I mean, like you got like loads of like continents like in in America. Haven't you? you know, like you you go around and and yeah, like you say, it's a long drive everywhere. And I, yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, it is. It is. But you know, BSB is in I tell them all is because uh their classes are a little bit different the, the, the way they're structured. But to me, most yeah. of it is the super bikes, Harry. They don't have the electronics that all no, the no. other bikes in the world do, right? Yeah. So it's old school, proper racing. Mm. This is your throttle control. This is your yeah, yeah. yeah. 240 horsepower. Just yeah, it's yeah, mental, it, right? It is I mean, to be honest, like fair play to the guys in BSP. I mean, I every time I watch them, it's like uh, it's just it to be fair i understand it but obviously because we have like torque maps and stuff obviously you can change the bike through like um electronics so you can make sort of like your own traction control but with um the percentage of the throttle um so yeah like it is crazy how you see it but they are so pinpoint accurate everywhere around the track i mean they are literally like going around the corners and they'll know exactly how much throttle they need to put on because the bikes are absolute monsters i mean the Ducatis and the BMWs, especially, are so like talky out of corners. I mean, it's unreal. Like watching them around, like Knock Hill and Cadwell Park, especially, is yeah, it's amazing. Honestly, bro, I, I'm gonna tell you, Harry. So, like, when I was there, of course, on on Friday, um, you know, the the the, the Super Sport goes out and, and the mm. GP2 bikes, and and then I see the Super Stock bikes go out, and then here come yeah. the big boys, Ryan Vickers, and dude, yeah. yeah, all them guys, right? Peter Hickman, man, and they come around, and I was like, holy shit, mm. it is yeah. a different world. Them guys, yeah, they don't really, play, it, they're yeah, flat exactly. out. It's uh, the first time I've seen Josh Brooks, bro, launch it off mm. the mountain. Yeah, it, it yeah, was amazing, uh, yeah. Mm. Listen, it, I tell everybody this. It, Dude, it, it is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, in my yeah, life. yeah. It's oh my god, dude. He said Ryan Vickers too. Big shout out yeah, to Ryan Ryan's, Vickers, dude. Just yeah. straight sends it, bro. It's yeah, it, yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it's crazy, dude. It really and look, big shout out to, to Caden Wilkinson, man, because he was properly sent it too, man. Yeah. Actually, dude, he actually passed a rider jumping the jump, dude. It was mental bro yeah it was he mental did, he, didn't, he didn't jump over him did he no it would be proper right if he did but dude it was just crazy yeah because the guy didn't, didn't didn't catch much air and he went on the on the on the inside on, on the left hand on the right hand oh, yeah. side of him dude and just launched it past him and i was like bro this is mental it is yeah, dude. It, it, yeah watching it myself i mean I, I just i can't wait to do the track because it, it does it does look really good so um but yeah i mean it, it, i've it's one of my first ever time on the track this uh, this year, so yeah. I'll just take a lot of time to sort of learn it um, on the Super Sport bike, and then hopefully it should just be strong from from uh, from Saturday qualifying. But obviously, I think I'm going to have a lot of uh, track days around there, so I can just sort of get get the use of it. So uh, yeah, no, it's an amazing Facts. track. 
it is. So do, do you guys go out there and do the track walks too? But yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, from, from even on, if I get there on a Wednesday, I'll, I'll get on the track and just keep walking it. Or sometimes I actually run around there. I, I did, um, I did 12 kilometers run on nice. around Donald Park, just kept going laps. And this is like, like, I think it was about five o'clock and I just like, I was like, well, mom, go, I'm going, on, <laughs> going for a track like, run. So, um, yeah, no, it's a good way to keep the, the, the blood flowing and, and, and keeping sharp and things. And obviously getting the track maps out on a walk and just trying to see like everywhere, how I can break, where I can put the throttle on lines. Everything is so important for the whole weekend, but yeah, no, it's good. It's a good way to do it too. Right. And, yeah. and so we, we have another, it's a comment from Daryl Powell. What is up, man? He says, uh, I've done 10 years in MotoGP, one year in BSB, and this will be our fifth year in world Superbikes. And I'll be honest. I believe BSB was one of the most enjoyable year. And I think it's fantastic. True motorcycle fans. Yeah. Absolutely mate. 110%. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's straight mental. Um, let's see. We, we have some more comments co- coming in. Let's, um, he said chris says he'll he'll, he'll pop by and, and, and say hi to you at, at, at the bsb event he's also got another question chris dude you're awesome dude. he keeps coming with these questions he says harry do you ever get frustrated when you are uh dodging the fans on the bike like at, like uh, with donnington i know it's quite a small paddock when you're uh, dodging the fans when riding on the track for the sessions riding to the track sorry yeah like well i mean it's not too bad i mean as long as like you just sort of get slow. I mean, obviously they'll hear the bikes and stuff when they're going around. Um, I don't really get frustrated as much because obviously I have to keep my, my mind sort of calm before I get out on the track. And I have a lot of respect for people, obviously, because I'm on the on yeah. the, on the the bike anyway. So, that, that, you know, they, it's just their job to just sort of move out of the way. Um, but I mean, yeah, like it, it'd be nicer if people were sort of like... Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're in if you're in pit lane, I mean, there's obviously no problem. But obviously, if there's people on the sides, maybe in, on on like railings or something, then maybe like you know, like them um, barriers, and maybe yeah. it keeps halfway a bit clearer and safer. But I mean, most people hear the bike anyway, especially the MV. You know, last year, I mean, that was that was absolute. Honestly, like with the exhaust on, it was so loud. So people were listening to it anyway. But um, I never really have any problems with it. So I mean. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that at Cadwell Park. So here in America, they well, of course, the, the privateers and all that, they come mm. from the back. But, yeah, it's, it's basically the same everywhere. You know, fans mm. are respectful when, when they see the sessions coming out because you hear it on the loudspeaker anyway if you're paying attention, yeah. right? Uh, and so, yeah, it, it is. It is. Uh, mm. And then Jack Knights, what is going on, man? Do you know Jack? <laughs> Yeah, no, Jack. Yeah, Jack's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Jack's awesome, man. I, I can't wait to uh, have a chat with him. It's, it's yeah, gonna be awesome. Yeah, he's funny, so, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, 2023 season, uh, Harry. Mm-hmm. How do you rate your 2023 season? Like your expectations going in versus what you achieved? Uh, well, yeah. So, I mean, the expectations was absolutely nothing. I mean, I just literally went in with just the mindset of learn the bike, learn how the championship is, and and see how the riders ride, learn from the other riders, of course, when you're going around in free practice and, and, and qualifying all the, all the different sessions, see how the race craft is. And yeah, I literally just went in, not even thinking about, you know, sort of winning, but um, especially at the start, um, because obviously as well, jumping from the 300 onto the 800 was a massive, it's a massive jump. I mean, going from a hundred horsepower more, I think, I think the R3 was around, I can't remember, it was like in the 40s. Yeah, 40, yeah. yeah. 
40 and then now going on to the MV was about 138, 139. <laughs> right. so going straight from there to that is like a huge jump. So no learning obviously was the main was the main thing. Um and then towards the end of the season was was you know from about Snetton, we were looking to actually start, you know, getting our heads down. Because I knew how the bike was towards then and um but yeah, I mean with the MV, I tried pushing on it, but it wasn't like I just we just didn't have the right team set like set up, you know. I mean, I, I, fair play to my dad. I mean, he's done everything so right. He he has tried so hard, especially all of the years um, of racing as well. Like he's he's always owned the team, and uh, he's done a really good job. Um, but you know, you see, like now teams, you got like pro, like professional mechanics and. You know, people that are specific, you know, got qualifications to do different things. Whereas we literally had, I mean, don't get me wrong, my, my mechanic was really good. Like we had um, Dave Benoit, um, he was he was really good. But um, like people now have got like these, you know, he was good on his own, but people had like multiple of different mechanics. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just hard to compete versus that. And um, so, yeah, like with suspension as well, I mean, we had, I really wanted the Olins um, because the Olins work out like so well for me as a you know preference as a rider. It just works so well. But obviously we 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 didn't use them for the MV because obviously we heard that they were a good um, suspension, so we we used them. But we never actually put my preferred Olins on for the for the, for the after that. Um, but I feel like I could have done better if I had a better setup on the MV, but. The chassis wasn't the greatest, obviously, because you know trying to turn it through like chicanes was like so hard. Like the, the small little like corners were so like hard to just heave the bike around. And you can see like the R6, especially the Kawasaki's as well. They they to just go bump up like through the corner, and it's like, how can I do that? Like I'm trying so hard. I'm like saying to like my, my mechanic, I'm like, we need to do something to the suspension because mine feels like a bus. <laughs> Right. So, so yeah, I mean, it was a good season, of course, like learning. Um, but yeah, that was the main sort of thing, and then obviously getting my head down towards the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, how big? Uh, obviously, it was a big jump. Everybody knows. But what was the yeah. biggest uh, hurdle you had to overcome coming from the three hundred to the MV? Yeah. So like, because it, it, it's heavier, right? It's a lot heavier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And going like you know, like with braking and stuff. With the R3, you could just run it in on the brakes and like hold it and you'd make the line. And it, it was just so much of a different sort of style where you can just flow it into the corner, just chuck it straight in and whack the throttle on like full belt. And you wouldn't even like make a little twitch on the rear because it's just so like has no power basically. Yeah. And, you know, you go. But with the with it's a completely different ball game of a sport bike. It's literally you you just go in the corner and you got a brake and you just gotta like park it into the corner and then accelerate out. And with the MV, I was told to sort of V the corner, like hit first apex and then second apex to get a good drive out. Yeah. And that, that all, all that sort of stuff I had to learn for the super sport bike because it, the, the habits that I had on the R3 wasn't the best. So that was the massive sort of curve. And obviously the power as well, like getting used to that. Like on the, I remember my first time on the MV, it was like I went on the back straight at Snetton on the track day and I just, I wasn't expecting much to be fair. I was just like, oh, it's just gonna be like a bit more powerful. Honestly, I was beside this Kawasaki's LX10 and I went next to it and I thought, right, I'm just gonna pin it and drag race it. <laughs> and I literally just went like this is the first time, first lap ever. 
and I just went, it just went, I like it felt literally like as if I was in like um like a time warp. It felt like I was just like <laughs> it was full of arms, and I was like, Jesus, like yeah, like, that was the massive thing, and I I sort of got used to that probably. I say after Donington, I got used to sort of the speed of the bike, and then uh, yeah, and it just become normal now. <laughs> yeah, it, it pulls so much harder, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. yeah, you're like I got to build up my shoulder strength for this thing for sure, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah. It's physical as well on a bigger bike. Like obviously, like you mentioned about the weight of the bike, it's it, it's massively different because you've got to almost like get right off the bike and 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 throw it around, especially with the MV. I was working very hard trying to um, move her out on the bike uh, and turn it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, like I, I, I suffered a bit with um, arm pump, just a little bit. Like it weren't like a full arm pump. It was like a like a diagnosis before. It was like compartment syndrome, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and that's what I sort of started getting. So I had to like, obviously for my fitness, for myself, I had to go to the gym, get musclier and, and start stocking up and that's especially what i'm doing for the this this year is, is going into the gym a lot more getting a bit more muscle <laughs> that's right that's right it, it do it's, it's funny you just said that because uh chris actually said his arm pump a big problem for racers do all riders get it to a degree oh 100 yeah. yeah like it is so horrible like it's a horrible feeling like i actually crashed Main, well, I'm not going to blame it on the arm pump, but I mean, <laughs> it was done in round two, I think, and it was it was um it was free practice session. Uh, I actually just came back from school because I was doing my GCSEs that year, and then I'd like I'd come in with my school clothes and then get my suit on and then ready, and uh, I had to like sort of just bang in a lap time, get a really fast lap time, and obviously I'm pushing, 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 and my arm started. Fin you get this um, it's a weird one to describe. You get this like sort of um dead feeling in your arm, like so someone's like punched like really hard in the arm that's similar sort of um feeling but uh it gets really tight you can't really feel your hand as much um and you lose like most grip in your hand and so when i went on to the brakes i was like breaking and i can mostly on the brakes you can feel it and it's only on this arm as well like because obviously it's a break it does a lot more than what this arm does so you're breaking you can feel it through your arm and it I just felt all that feeling in my in my fingers and I didn't know how much I was putting on the brake and it just folded. And then yeah, so it's a horrible feeling and doing it for laps and laps and laps, like it, it's almost like as if you're just getting punched in the arm all the time every time you enter a corner. It's that similar, very similar feeling. So um yeah, it's a horrible feeling, honestly. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then a lot of riders actually get surgery for that. Yeah, so you can actually, yeah, it's a lot of money though. But I mean they literally they they sort of like cut like a line through your arm right here and then it'll have like um i'm sure a lot of people like do a lot of cooking and stuff if you like, like a sausage at, casing yeah like a uh you know like a roast chicken like a like yep. a chicken like, yep. yeah um you know like the skin on it it's like that sort of similar stuff it like builds up around your muscle um and they actually have to cut that um so it lets the muscle free like free up again and then they obviously restitch it's a horrible surgery but i mean it, it definitely works out a lot um, so, I, I mean, I might look into that actually in the future just to sort of reopen my arm and get it back to how it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, all racers, uh, yeah, absolutely mm. uh, suffer from it for yeah. sure. Uh, absolutely. And then uh, uh, he, he says, I have huge respect for all BSB riders, but I'm super impressed with rookies like Max Cook and Storm Stacy, mm. who is not a fan of Storm. Dude, Storm uh, Stacy yeah. is the man. Yeah. Bro, it is he was, yeah. 
bro, he was so awesome. When every time I met Storm, bro, it was like, bro, dude, he was like, he was pointing at me and laughing, dude. Come up, give me a big yeah. high five, dude. It was, yeah, man. Our energy yeah. together was just intense. It was, yeah, like, dude. He's awesome, man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> big shout out to Max Cook and Storm Stacy. Yeah, Storm Lord Stacy. Mm, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, a lot of people get confused with me and Max. Obviously, we yeah. both have the same same uh, surname, but people are like, is that your brother? Is that? And I'm like, no, it's not my brother. So, a lot of people thinking that oh, I'm not his brother. Um, but you know, I wish I was. I wish I rode like him. But I mean, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not his brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? You, you will, man. Trust me. You'll. No, of course. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying my best, yeah. and that's all I can do. So, um, yeah, no, just keep going, keep fighting, and that's uh, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Dude, I'm so proud of you, man. It's it's big things that come in your way, man. So, uh, 2023, uh, a learning year, learning curve, 300 to, to 600 proper jump, right? I mean, it's yeah, course, that's yeah. probably one of the biggest jumps you can do besides getting on a full blown. Yeah, jump, right? honestly, it's a huge, a huge jump. Like, yeah, even, like a lot of people would ask, like, why did you not go on the stock six? And because obviously the stock six is a lot more um, less power. But I looked at it and I just thought like. I want to learn data. I want to learn that sort of stuff. So then when I jump onto a bigger bike like BSB, I, I then know what data is. Instead of going completely blind in super sport with sort of, um, you know, with the same bike, but not knowing data, obviously, is, is, is different. And obviously, I'd have two years on a, on, a, on a 600, but one year, I wouldn't know what data was. So now I have two years experience with data. And um, and obviously, they're more powerful bikes. So it's more, more similar to a, a British superbike or, um, yeah, world superbike, whatever, yeah. I think that's a smart move too, man. Getting in there as early as you can, you know, yeah. telemetry, learning the data, the breakpoints, the on and off throttle, the yeah. yada, 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 right? We get lost in this whole, yeah, telemetry yeah, stuff. I, I could go in like so much about it, but yeah, it's just so, so long. Like you learn so much, like, like, say all but like telemetry and stuff. Yeah. It, it, it is so confusing <laughs> it, it does right and you can sit there for hours and just get lost because mm. i mean i'm interested in it too i mean if i was a writer i'd be like yeah dude let me just see my data versus yeah. what he's doing and blah blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, but that's how you, how you learn right that, that, no, that's, of course, yeah. that's exactly so do we have another comment man my mate peter marsh bro what is up evening uh -huh. chris and harry looking forward to see what he can do on the kawasaki this year me too everybody uh -huh. knows dude i love peter marsh jake marsh i'm a huge fan uh, I, I got Jake's uh, T-shirt right here in the background. Yeah. I actually run Jake's logo. Uh, I, I'm bad with with the computer. Right there we go. Jake on on my personal T-shirt. Huge fan and supports. Do Do you know Jake? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a good mate of mine. Yeah, yeah. Good luck yeah, to Jake. Jake's awesome, year, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Proper, proper man. So, uh, 2023. Like I said, uh, MV. How did this whole Kawasaki deal come? Uh, well, yeah. So, um, obviously, I was on the MV, MV and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, we just were looking into like a team setup sort of um, scenario. So we were looking around um, just like for some teams. Um, and then obviously we got in touch with Leon. Um, and he was like, we're looking for some riders. This is right on the last round as well. Like, because <laughs> we were just like struggling so much trying to find who's available. And uh, yeah, we found Leon. And honestly, I get along with Leon anyway. As a kid, I used to look up to him and he'd be like my favorite bit. He was my beer, favorite BSB rider for sure. Because Honestly, he is such a good rider, um, Leon. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's how I sort of go into it. Like, And then um, on the Kawasaki as well. I think, Kawasaki, honestly, Kawasaki is an amazing bike. Um, I follow all the World Superbike stuff and Johnny Ray being champion and, like, six, I think, six times now, is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, they've got good history and 
Um, the 636 does really well in our championship as well with Tom on on the on the carrying and so is Zach Corduroy. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, it, it's a good bike, and obviously I've tested it at Donington as well. Um, and honestly, such an amazing handling bike. Like its strong point is braking, like going into corners. Um, it's so stable. Like you press the brake and it doesn't even move. Like it just stays like planted. Like with the MV, I was braking and it's just like so like all over the place. Like rear ends coming up and then obviously yeah. like exiting corners as well like it's so linear with the kawasaki like you put a throttle on it's just so smooth no like um sudden movement or anything like that with the mv it was all the time like when you put a throttle on it, it's just like what what like all the time it's just yeah it wasn't great so with the kawasaki yeah 100 brilliant bike um and yeah i just i can't wait to race this year because i can actually push a bike to its limit now <laughs> which is a big deal it, it, it makes yeah, a little bit different dude yeah. i mean I, i've i've ridden an mv agusta my, my buddy had one. Um, oh yeah don't get me wrong i mean it's amazing they're bike. great yeah they are amazing bike stunning bike honestly like they sound nice they they look great and like it's like an italian woman you just look yeah, at it and it's facts. Just like, yeah, yeah exactly facts right you're like i just want to touch it yeah i just want to ride it yeah exactly like an italian woman 110 percent. yes uh but yeah uh but yeah you're right i've had i've had several kawasaki's uh 636 um it's always been one of my favorite bikes you're right you know in, in harry you'll see a bike and you're like man that bike's so badass you know when you no, finally course, get yeah. to sit on it yeah. you're like this bike yeah, does not yeah. suit me at all like yeah, I, it yeah, just yeah. Yeah, no matter what geometry changes, clip-ons, rear sets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the tank, it's the chassis, mm. it's the yeah. seat, it's it's everything, right? Everything, yeah. Um, but when you do find that match and you get on it, you're like, Oh my god, mm. where have you been yeah. my whole life, girl? I love yeah. you, right? It it makes it <laughs> because it also inspires your confidence. Now you're you're like, mm. like you said, it's dead stable on the brakes. So I yeah, yeah, bam, and I got it, you know, and it's it's, it so it's good, one less yeah. thing you gotta worry about right yeah all the time yeah yeah and you just feel so comfortable like i just felt so, actually i was going out on like one of my first um outlaps and it actually rang like a tear to my eye of, of happiness because i was going around and like literally i just turning it just turns so easy like i literally just move move my bum off the seat and it just went like that i was like oh this is amazing like it was my first lap as well like going down craners and um I went to through the right, and as you do, go down into the left, I almost cut the whole track. Like it was that, like just turned, and I went straight over the grass, and I was like, "What? This thing turns like so quick!" And I was like, "It was amazing." And I just, I was just having so much fun with it. It was just honestly one of the best bikes out there for sure. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I can't wait. Everybody can't wait to to, to mm. see what you're gonna do next year on this Kawasaki. You yeah, know, Kawasaki's been it, it. It's it's been a good bike, man. You know, they're the out, out here in America, like you unfortunately our sports bike market has severely crashed right you, there's really? hardly i go down to my local dealership there's not one sports bike on the show really yes wow. not one right um which is sad it, it really is, yeah, it is but yeah. uh there are dealerships obviously that have them, but kawasaki they, they hit a nail on the head with, with the with the zx6 the mm. three six uh 636 because yeah. um did you can buy one they're like ten thousand five hundred bucks out here that's yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty cheap right where when they did have the r6 out here here they're like fourteen thousand dollars really yes jesus Christ. yeah no right i, I, I mean i mean the kawasaki is a is a is a good bike as well i'm not gonna say better bike but you know i mean it's a good bike i've never ridden the r6 but it hopefully is. i should imagine it's no better bike than the r6 <laughs> yeah i mean you know they, they all have their uh pluses and minuses right 
Uh, yeah, so yeah I mean, every bike has their, their perks. Their own with, characters. With yeah. The bike class, yeah, I mean, it was it had its sort of strong points with, like, acceleration coming out of corners. I mean, it was twitchy as anything. I mean, like, coming out of corners, it would just always do that. But, I mean, if it had the grip, like, coming out of corner, it would just literally just bah, straight out. And, and and top speed as well. Like, we were we were beating Ducatis in a straight line, and it was, it was amazing. Um, but then, you know, in with the British tracks as well, with the Cowie, obviously you don't need top speed all the time. It's all about the handling as well in the, on these tracks because you need a bike that can go around Alton Park and, and Caddor Park sort of like, you know, comfortably. You know, you shouldn't have okay. to be wrestling in it. Um, but, yeah, no, the Cowie is, is a really good bike. Yeah, it, it's just so nice to ride. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, I can't – Harry – Big things are coming. It, it, yeah, it's uh, and you look good in green too, man. Yeah, you look good in that Kawasaki. No, no, yeah. yeah, definitely a different look. I've even got like a t shirt as well. Like, I've, I've gone full repping the Kawasaki now. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's good color. I need to get me a Harry Cook shirt, man, so so I can wear it on my podcast, yeah, bro. Yeah, of course. 100%. Yeah, I, um, I should should be getting some merchandise done soon. Um, I was going to look into your uh, the company Clothing Kings. Um, yeah, that. You know, they, they you should, bro. Yeah. You should reach out to Martin. I'm telling you, dude, Martin. I, yeah, dude. Matter of fact, we'll chat after after the podcast. But yes, mm. listen, Harry, uh, dude, proper, bro. What an honor it is. I want to get away from, from, from motorcycle. I want to I want to talk what Harry does away from from, from racing. Right. So yeah, course, um, yeah. uh, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Yeah, I'll play the PlayStation too. What, yeah, exactly, yeah. what games in the console? <laughs> Oh, we got we got Ride Five, MotoGP twenty three. We got F one twenty three. I've even got like I've, I've literally got like a full uh, setup here. It's oh, not great. nice, man! I, I mean, this is my gaming chair, this dining chair. But oh, nice! I mean, we got like the, the wheel. We got the TV. Everything. PS five there. Yeah. We, <laughs> I mean, I've got some good get GTA, obviously. You know. <laughs> look, but, um, listen. We'll have yeah. to play. I, I'll download Ride Five, man. We'll get on there yeah. and, and uh, yeah, do it up, dude. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, it did. Uh, so real quick, dude. My man Martin Adams says he would be happy to help, bro. The Clothing King. I'm telling Amazing. everybody out there, it's proper. But yeah, we'll we'll get in that. So, uh, yeah. dude, uh, Netflix and chill. What what Netflix series are you watching? Um, I actually. Aren't oh uh it's called uh it's called sex education the the yep. series yeah and watching yep. that in a minute yeah uh, yeah just watching that uh, yep. halfway through that I heard it was a good series yeah it is quite good to be fair I think it's about a guy and he he has problems talking to girls yeah not something to me to be fair I mean I've got better at it like talking to girls I mean I, to be fair like <laughs> I I used to be quite like sort of frigid with girls and and now I'm like. You know, I get quite comfortable with it now. <laughs> women are uh I love all women, dude. They're they're just different. Yeah, they, course, they, yeah. they naturally I think they make men kind of nervous anyway, right? Yeah, um, they do, yeah. percent Because you know, our biggest fear obviously is rejection, right? We don't wanna we don't mm. want to be rejected. Yeah, all the time, yeah. Yeah, so but yeah, it's it's dude, no problem, dude. Harry, you'll be they'll be <laughs> knocking down your door in no time, bro, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Just bring them in there. Oh, I love it, dude. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So, uh, DC or Marvel? Uh, I'll say I do like a bit of Batman. I do like DC. Yeah, uh, I do like that. Yeah, DC. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Mm. What's your favorite DC movie? Batman. 
Batman. Yeah, I like Batman. So I watched the the the, the newest one with uh, man, what's that? The guy that played in um, dude, the the vampire series. Everybody there a oh. couple years ago that was going ape shit over. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you got Edward. Isn't his first name Edward something? Maybe yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, that movie wasn't as good as the other Batman movies. Um, no. It's like they played the same music throughout the whole movie. Every time you see Batman, it was always that. Duh, yeah. duh, duh. <laughs> I was like, dude, what's going on here? Right. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm like you. So Star Wars, are you a Star Wars fan? I don't watch it much. I used to watch it like I used to watch it a little bit before. Like, but um, no, I don't watch it often. I know. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry about the Star Wars fans. Dude, but. it's all good, mate. I'm a Star Wars nerd, man, for sure. But dude, yeah, you, you can you can get me into it. <laughs> yeah, I will, dude, for sure. It's 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 good, man. It's good, uh, good series for sure. What uh, what's Harry's favorite food? Oh, I do like some pasta. Um, I do like pasta. I, I like a lot of Italian food. I like uh, I like myself some pizza, nice pizza. Uh, oh, have you ever tried a calzone? Where it's yeah. Like a, it's a folded pizza. Oh, that's amazing. Honestly, like you have like the cheese inside, the pepperoni, the meat, but or you can have anything really in it. Yeah. And honestly, it's so nice. Yeah. That's any Italian food really. And I want to try like the um Florentina steak. I like oh, steak. Good. I love steak. Yeah. Dude, you'll it's love like it. a big steak, isn't it? It's like a like a really big steak with like a bone. I think it still has like a bone in it. Yeah. Yeah, you'll love yeah. you'll love it. It's good, mm, man. Yeah, it's good. I uh I, I like uh my favorite food is Thai food. I love Thai mm. food. Yeah. Indian food, Greek food, uh, but yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big Italian fan too. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hear we we have uh, we also make a stromboli, which is which is like a calzone, right? It, it's like oh, a, yeah. a, it's almost like a calzone, but 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 they slice mm. it on the top, right? It's the same yeah. thing, man. You can fill it with whatever you want, ricotta or meat, yeah, yeah. Or whatever, right? It's yeah, man, good stuff. So, mm. do you like spicy food? Yeah, I do. I do like sort of strong food you know i mean i mean i, I sort of because my mum is um she's actually half italian um so like i i sort of like carry on a bit of a of the of the food aesthetics side of things so i do like some strong foods yeah yeah good stuff mm. man dude that's uh, are you reading any books favorite book i honestly i don't really read any books it's always yeah. on but to be fair i mean books is all right but like now they make it movies and i think i feel like movies are better than books so i mean <laughs> it's like you, you just sit and watch it and just watch it like this you know instead of having to read a book for like ages yeah true true I, well, so I, I don't really read books i listen to the audio books I, I do like to listen it's like podcast right you're at work you throw your headbuds in yeah. or whatever and you time, just, yeah yeah it's good stuff man yeah it's uh actually i just got done with um Matthew McConaughey, The Green Light, which is a really good oh, yeah. book. Well, yeah, man, good stuff. So, uh, let me ask you this, Harry: If if we made a, a movie about Harry Cook, what actor would play Harry in your movie? Oh gosh, who would? Oh gosh, um, good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Oh, you've got me thinking. A good actor. Mm. I think I'd have to choose one out of. Oh. Tom Holland. Tom Holland's good with Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, because he's you know, he's, he's you know, he's funny in, in his own ways, but then like, you know, he gets to sort of when he's serious about Spider-Man and that it, it's sort of a similar similar sort of thing. <laughs> it is, it is. I my favorite actor is Keanu Reeves. 
Keanu, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, I like Keanu, right? and, uh, John Wick, The Matrix, yeah. yeah. Johnny yeah, yeah. Utah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's awesome, oh, man. Uh, celebrity crush. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that laugh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, I have many. I have many. Uh, Me too, right? Oh, just off the top of the head. Me. Okay, you can think about it. We can come back to it. Mm, yeah, I'll have to think about it, yeah. Yeah, think about that. So, uh, so I, everybody knows I'm a big soccer fan, right? Uh, mm. The real football, not not, not yeah. the American football. Uh, who's your soccer team? Um, Well, like just normal, like British football sort of thing, mm-hmm. like Premier League. Uh, yep. Football team, Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal, it's yeah. a good team, man. It's good. So, but I like Inter Miami here in, in America as far as MSL goes. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and then my favorite player is Messi, right? Who who don't like Messi? Dude, Messi's a legend, dude. Let's just keep mm-hmm. it honest, right? It's it's. Yeah. Uh, of course, Ronaldo and I uh, like Mbappe. Mbappe is yeah. really good. I mean, I can go on and on about soccer, dude. I'm a huge. I play soccer, uh, a FIFA on, on the PlayStation. Yeah, I can't get none of my friends to play with me because nobody likes soccer here but me. Boo, boo. <laughs> Disappointed, man. For real. It's uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I- I mean, football is like, you know, I mean, a lot of people like it, but especially in the UK, it's a massive sport. I mean, yep. UK is huge. Uh, sorry, football in the UK is huge. So, I mean, yeah, I sort of feel like the odd one out in the UK, but there's obviously a lot of BSB fans out there as well. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, motorbikes, yeah, is, a, is my favourite sport for sure. I don't really yeah, watch dude. football, yeah. <laughs> Hands down, like off-season like now, right, I go back and I watch reruns, whether – it's on TV, MotoGP, BSB, yeah. all that, dude. I'm always watching reruns. And my favorite race of the year is the Isle of Man TT, hands down. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, dude, it's, those guys are just proper, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. No, no, would, yeah. you, would you ever race the Isle of Man TT? I think, I think it's, it's, um, it's definitely a sport sort of where it can be fun. Like, it, I, I can see it being really like, you know, fun riding the roads at full flat out, you know, I mean, it's crazy watching it, you know. Um, but I feel like if you was to have a crash or an off, it can be really bad and really critical, obviously. And, you know, you get a lot more um, higher deaths, the death rate in, in, in the Isle of Man, for sure. But um, I'm not too sure about that, to be fair. I mean, probably not just because of, to keep on the safe side of things. Um, but, it definitely looks fun for sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, yeah, proper dude. I, it's on my bucket list, just like BSB was. I want to go and I want to be What's that it? crazy fan that stands right there next to the wall where they come oh, by. Yeah, I'd love to. Hickman comes by, yeah, two hundred miles an hour, inches from me, and I'm like, Whoa. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah just like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> mental, right? Straight yeah. mental, man. I, so, so I, I play the. Man, it's been a while. I, I know they, they they come out with a new TT game. Um, yeah. I had one on on the PS2. Man, I used to I used to play the shit out of that game. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was good, dude. Really good games. And I was like the uh, the PlayStation game. Man, what was it called? It was like Gran Turismo, but my, Taurus Trophy. Uh, was right. that a PS3 or a PS2 game? I can't remember. Oh, sure. dude, it was a really good game back in the day because you could actually – it was one of the first motorcycle games you can put front forks on, slick tires, really? move the mirrors. Yeah, put exhaust on it. Oh, yeah, amazing. It was, it was, dude. It was a lot of fun, man. Back back then, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you got like stuff, ride man. five now and stuff like that. I mean, ride five. I'm always just. I was literally just then. I was banging out like laps on like uh, Almira. 
I'll just do it because I'm I am actually going out Almira soon on on the Kawi, so I'm just like just <laughs> training it off on the on the game. So yeah, no, it's good. Do you uh, play uh, full like pro mode on, on Ride Five, or are uh, you like? I like so I do like a custom set, and I usually just take like all the aids off, and then so like all the riding aids, just like um like the I think you can put like different modules, like brake input modules, and yeah. uh, turn. It's getting really technical in games now. It's it's, it's good though because it's sort of replicating real life. A lot of the stuff on the games now, I find it it's so re- realistic. Like honestly. With a PS5 controller, you can literally, I mean, the, the brake on here, it's almost like... And it gets tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can feel the throttle. It's, it's amazing, honestly. It's it, Dude, it is. And, and how far uh, the games have come. come. Dude, it's yeah. just insane, bro. Like, yeah. I had yeah. uh, Jack Hammersley on, right? And Yeah, yeah. Bro, I, like I couldn't imagine, right? Because I tried, dude. Like, I, like, I, dude, I used to be such a fan of the MotoGP games, but here, here, I think it was twenty one was still good. I think when they went to twenty twenty two, it's like their braking system got all yeah, it went out like, of whack, really like, weird, didn't it? Yeah, bro. I think, yeah, I think twenty twenty the twenty twenty three game. I think it's got a lot more better for sure. Like with um the like handling sort side of things and like, i really like playing like the career modes and everything like I've, I, I do like the whole like season and everything i do like from literally i do like free practice and just run the whole of free practice without like fast forward in it or anything and then like i do like the whole entire like every single round and um yeah like i'd be like going from like motor free to motor gp <laughs> i did the same thing. i'm a nerd like that too i was starting the lower class yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, you got to right. You customize your boots and your helmet. And all yeah, that, you like know, make snazzy. it like real life. Yeah, but like, do, like yeah, do your helmet and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's, actually, but, um, sorry, yeah. No, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, someone actually made a um. Oh, try and find someone actually made a uh like a livery, and that this guy's called Ride Five Design Liveries or something, and he actually made like a replica like Harry Cook livery on the MV. Uh, won't be a sec trying it there. Someone did like on the game. And it dude, was, like, that is proper mega, dude. Look yeah. at that. I don't know if you can properly see it. But... Yeah, I can see it just fine. That is awesome. That's that's on the game, yeah. And I like I was like, downloading that straight away, and someone just did it for me. I was like, wow. Like, <laughs> so yeah, like you can properly like customize it and everything and make it like proper realistic. <laughs> it is. It, it's it's crazy how far it's come. It just mm. yeah yeah percent, bro. It's it's uh yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have any animals? Are you an animal? Yeah, I have, I have a, a little French bulldog. Nice. <laughs> like a little, her name's Frankie. <laughs> Frankie, like like Frankie Morbidelli. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, <laughs> well, he's a girl, but I, I I thought I'd put a little bit of a, uh, yeah. his name into it. Yeah, I, I love it. I got I, I got two uh, pits. Oh, one female. Her name's Charlie. The other, oh, yeah. his name is Cruz, and he's a well, he's a Tennessee Walker Hound pit bull mix. He's like 120 pounds. Oh, wow. He's super strong. loud, dude. He talks all the time, Harry. Like that's why. So uh, my my original podcast room w- was over here in in my other because yeah. I got two living rooms, two fireplaces, blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. So, uh, man, I got tired of I'd be podcasting. This big dude just barges in and just starts barking yeah, and hooping yeah. and hollering. So I was like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I got to move it to to a different. Yeah, it's real. I'm I'm surprised my little dog hasn't come in here yet. I mean, she always just like runs about everywhere and she'll go crazy. Like one minute she'll be like. Thing is with bulldogs, and I'm sure for every single bulldog out there, it's like they go from like nothing, and then as soon as you play with them, they just go crazy, and they're like biting your fingers and like, but, like trying to play like tug of war. And they're just honestly, they're mental. They'll they'll run around. She'll run around the house and do like laps. She'll like try and like slap like lap records. 
<laughs> she'll just keep going around all the time but no no she's so funny yeah i love her to bits i, lo- I love frankie yeah yeah she's it's like, good stuff man like, like my mate <laughs> it is so what do you do just to relax like you have no nothing up on your schedule nothing for the team no no well, besides training right because we know you train every day yeah of course yeah what do you do just to relax and hang out just hang out with your mates go out and have a burger or something yeah. fish and chips yeah, sorry, my dog. My dog now you're good. My dog. <laughs> she oh, he's a cutie. Look at her. <laughs> yeah, and it's Frankie. She is. Yeah, she's so, cute. She's, I love her so much. She's she's absolutely in the world. Yeah, she just walked in actually as as we were talking about. Her. She heard. <laughs> she she's like, I'm coming. Oh, she's so funny. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, about the what was it? No, um. Good. How do you relax? Yeah. Like, what, what do you do when yeah, you have it. nothing to do after training? Yeah, so... Um, PlayStation, I'll just, obviously, right? Yeah, of course, yeah, PlayStation. Um, just sit down and, and just have a nice time. Obviously, I'm mostly all the time at college, but even if I'm not doing that, probably... I mean, <laughs> there's quite a lot of girls, like, you know, I mean, now... There's a, the thing is, they just... They, they come up and they'll just text me. I mean, obviously, I, I've got, like, one girl in a minute, but... Um, yeah, just talk to them, and then yeah, I now I've got a car, I can just uh, go and meet them. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, Harry, no, the yeah. delivery service man. I like it. <laughs> no, no, I mean, obviously, yeah, but I try not to like get like girls too much involved because, like, with racing, obviously, it's just full focus yeah. all the time, and, and having a girlfriend is hard trying to balance um, with with if, with uh, racing. So, um, with having a girlfriend and racing, it, it, it's you know completely different lives you go from having someone that you have to focus on there but then i also have to focus on racing as well so you have to find the right one you know i'm always having to try and find one that's loyal or you know actually understands racing as well is always good so yeah but it's what it is i mean you can always have a bit of (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. dude it's right it it it, it's a balance you got to find, right? And, no, and, yeah, yeah. It, it's tricky, mm. dude. It, it really is. It, it's a tricky yeah. balance to do. What uh, did you like pedal? Did you do pedal bikes and stuff like that? Yeah. So, like, I'll, obviously, I'll go on, like, on the, well, actually, I had my mountain bike stolen at Brands Hatch. Oh, um, no. Yeah. No, it was such a nice, but it was like a, it was a giant trance and it had like a, um, it had like, like proper suspension, like settings on it and everything, like rear shock. You can like tweak it. Um, you can like, customized like front forks settings and everything you could put like preload on and it was mega like it was a really good bike um and i used to do like quite a lot out on that actually i did um i never really did like off-road on it i always just like took it around the area and just like did like 30 mile like bike rides around and and like just do that instead but um yeah no i, I wish i had it now but i'll probably i'll probably look into um getting another bike probably <laughs> yeah I, I had mine stolen too this has been years really? ago and yeah and uh man i just never bought another one I, i'd like to get back into but they're just so expensive now let's just be honest oh, I mean, yeah. you get a, a good pedal bike you're looking at 2500 bucks right yeah, and 100%. yeah. And like, i mean some like i've seen like some e-bikes are like five grand plus yeah right yeah it's like jesus yeah that's ridiculous. It really mm-hmm. is. I mean, did you buy? Imagine the used bike you can buy for five grand, right? That's you yeah, that's decent yeah. bike, man, for five grand. Shoot, you can buy a lot of uh, race tires for track days yeah, for five yeah, grand. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you got you got to save up your money sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and lot, yeah, and it, I mean, yeah, the bikes are getting so much money. It's like unreal. I mean, to get a good. Also, I got like I saw like uh like an e bike like a proper like time trial bike. That was like ten grand. 
I was like, Jesus Christ, like, really? Like, <laughs> who would pay that? <laughs> oh, there's people out there that will for sure, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. it's it, it's crazy. I'm with you. So, uh, who's your favorite MotoGP racer? Mark Marquez, you already said uh, that. Duh. I mean, I mean, well, to be honest, I do like uh, Pekka Bagnar. I think I actually had a parrot. I named him after Pekka, but um, no, he's a he's a really he's actually he's a really good rider. To be fair, like I like how he he sort of um, shows himself to people. Like he can be like probably come across quite quiet, um, but at the same time, like he's so focused that he won't sort of. I mean, he's he's funny. Like I've seen like some videos, and he's actually quite a good character. But um, a lot of people don't really see that because he, you know. Um, He's quite a fighter. Like when he had the crash at Catalonia, um, he did an interview where it was like, um, I didn't want to like show my emotions because people would get the better of me and people, you know, would see that sort of thing. Cause he was actually like in a, a lot of pain, but he tried not to show it. And I think that's really good because he had that sort of mentality to just keep strong and keep going. And um, yeah, no, I think he's a really good rider and, and you know, he's, he wins a lot of races. I mean, he won a lot of races last year and like, it was so consistent, like watching him and like a way he like enters corners as well. Like how he just like sort of glides like that into the corner is amazing. Honestly, I like his riding style, his, his character, everything about him. He's, he's so good. And obviously, yeah, I mean, the team he's in as well is a good team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right. I mean, they. I, I, everybody knows I'm a big Ducati fan. Um, yeah, and I cool. just kind of wish that they wouldn't allow eight bikes on the grid, right? I, I understand mm. why they did it, but I, I think it gave Ducati a clear advantage because look at all the data they're getting from yeah. different levels of riders, too. Yeah, of course, right? yeah. So it, it, it's mm. definitely an advantage, man. You know, I, I, Valentino Rossi was always my number one favorite, of course, Nicky yeah. Hayden and Marco Simicelli, but uh, – mm. Since Rossi retired, man, I find myself – I'm just a fan of all of them, right? It's, yeah, it's, all of it, yeah. It's hard for me to have, like, a, a favorite, favorite diehard yeah, like honest, I was. I mean, yeah, like, all MotoGP riders now, like, I, I couldn't tell a difference. I mean, like, if they were going – I mean, when I was at Silverstone watching them going into turn one, it was like I couldn't tell the difference who was going faster and who weren't because they are so perfect now. Like, they are all, like, within a second of a lap. Like, yeah. it's so crazy now how you watch it. I mean, I can tell the difference who's going faster in, in like British level because, you know, we're sort of there, but like world level riders now, they're so perfect, like in everything. But to be honest, actually, now I said that about British, we are actually getting there because our lap times now, I struggle so hard because I'll be like qualifying and then all of a sudden I'll be like 0.1 of a second. And it's like so frustrating. It happened to me at Brands Hatch, actually, the final round. And I was about to get into Q2, but, um, Someone beat me by like point like one, and it was like so frustrating. I'm like that. That's not even fair. Like we should right. share that. We should <laughs> we should just go in. We did the same lap time. <laughs> but no, no, it, yeah, it is so close, so close racing, and uh, yeah, no, they are they are so good riders in MotoGP. I, I just love watching it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to as everybody is Marquez on, on the Ducati, right? And uh, yeah, yeah. of course, uh, Pedro Acosta. Right. Yeah, pleasure, we're yeah. looking forward to uh we call him baby jeebus we're, we're looking forward to uh <laughs> yeah he's uh he, he's he's just a, a talent right um yeah. and then chris, chris lewis says why do you think yamaha struggle nowadays when they used to be a best in, in moto gp uh, thing is like with yamaha i don't think they i think i always thought like maybe covid sort of maybe stopped the the um like 
sort of uh what's it called like with the plans or the bikes and that like prevention that was it development um with the bikes i think that sort of stroke like you know struggled with that but with italy i think with like the caddy and that they've they've obviously um kept working for the bikes and, and stuff um i actually i was thinking about something earlier about honda actually it was and obviously honda struggled quite a lot as well same sort of position where yamaha are. and obviously they build the engines in f1 as well um and i think maybe some of the budget with honda have put into f1 maybe and that might be the the issue where they've stopped the the, the money coming into motor gp and having to do that instead um maybe because as, as well also like with um i know it sort of comes off the question about the yamaha but with the honda as well uh with marquez obviously they've had marquez for, for years you know um and i don't think you know they've got a lot of development with marquez because you know he he's a rider where he doesn't really take a lot of change like he'll he'll change the bike and then that'll be it and then every other rider like now jamir i don't think he gets his sort of side on the garage with the development like it's all it's like he's almost on marquez's bike if you get what i'm saying yeah like, yeah 100 everything goes into marquez so um as a second rider he probably struggles a lot with that um but now i think now marquez is gone maybe they can take time to sort of develop the bike a lot more um i think with yamaha it's just it's a hard one because uh, I think if they had the V4 engine, I think that would have been a massive help because obviously top speed they were struggling massively with, with that, um, with the chassis. I think they're almost there with the chassis. I think you know they they can turn like the Yamaha is always in every category can it can yeah. turn, and same with like with the Yamaha. But I think they just don't have that that engine where they can have the top speed all the time. Um, maybe just minor tweaks on the aero and, and and chassis, but that's it really. I think. Yamaha, I mean, Fabio has been up there a few times now in the podium where, you know, he's, he's not always, like, I mean, they've had a win this season, but he's not always at the back. Like, at the start they were, but towards the end of the season, I think they were slowly creeping up a bit. Yeah. I think uh, I, it's, it's it's difficult, man. Yamaha, you're right, they're the only inline four. I think they would benefit yeah. from a, a V4, right? I think the, the V4s just stepped up their game, man. It, it's yeah. the best of both worlds. You, you got the top end, but you got the bottom end grunt yeah, too, right? Course, yeah. uh, I think you're right. I think COVID ha- had a lot to play with all manufacturers, right? Yeah, because, dude, people had to shut down, couldn't go to work, like all this yeah, of course, yeah, nonsense mm-hmm. that, that was Loser, going yeah, on, right? Well. And then um, – so somewhere along the line, Yamaha just got a, a little bit lost, right? You, you could totally mm-hmm. see the frustration on, on yeah, Fabio course, yeah. the whole time. Um yeah, we'll see what they really bring to this mm-hmm. next test and 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 how far they come. But you're yeah, right, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as far as Honda goes, man, it, it's like they put all their eggs in a Mark Marquez, right? And and yeah, I see why cool. everybody yeah. does, right? From 2013, just fuck everybody. Yeah. This is this is the guy right here. Listen yeah, to him, yeah. whatever he wants, give it yeah. to him. Whoever's that. on the other side of the garage is gonna have to adapt or, yeah. or sink, right? Uh, yeah, exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Mm. And now that uh, Mark has left, yeah, it's similar to Stoner at Ducati, Harry. And, and that's why I say that. Dude, Stoner was winning so much on the Ducati when Stoner left. Ducati's like, we don't have to change your bike. And then they realized after Ross yeah, got on, they're yeah. like, holy shit, we're in big trouble. We need yeah, to really change our bike, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because they put all their eggs on Stoner and said, well, oh, Stoner yeah. can do it. Yeah. Then why can't Valentina or who, you know, Cal Crutchlow or yeah. whoever went on it? 100%, uh, so yeah. it's, it's, um, 
there's a lot to it and a lot a lot to it too man is is the atmosphere of the team right let's say mm-hmm. it it uh, I hope I hope you don't never have this in in your career here where, where you get in a team and uh, where like it's just bad vibes, dude, all the way around, right? Yeah. And and mm-hmm. dude, it's so so horrible because it's so hard on the rider, oh, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, and 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 it's it's you could totally see uh, he's unhappy within Yamaha, and you could totally yeah. tell Marquez was way unhappy with Honda, and you and you see it uh, throughout the year when. Marquez has changed his his tune, the way he approached uh, questions. It totally yeah. changed. Yeah, hundred percent. Right? Yeah, it just stopped. It. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's yeah. Um, and then, bro, World Superbike, right? We got Top Rack on the BMW, yeah. Johnny Ray yeah, on the Yamaha. It's like completely different now, isn't it? I think definitely seeing. I'd like to see because I think the BMW is also a very strong bike. Um, you know, it, it it's definitely had a lot of development. I, I was actually, um, I can't say much, but when I was with Leon, um, I actually had to look at the the new bike and gosh, little. I looked Dude. at it and honestly, it looks so like mean and aggressive. Honestly, it was like the it best. Does. It does look good for next year. And um, yeah, I think for Top Rack, hopefully they get a good package behind them and hopefully it gets back to his normal winning ways. And obviously with the new regulations with Worlds, um, I think... Uh, it will definitely change it because obviously we always had Bautista. Don't get me wrong, Bautista is an amazing rider. You know, like if you do see him battling with Top Rack, I mean Top Rack gets him on the brakes a bit, but he can carry the corner speed. You know, he's a good rider, but you can see like that weight advantage with Alvaro. He just goes like that straight past him, and it's like all the time. You can see Top Rack's frustration, but with the new regulation, I think it will definitely help out a lot more. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I do too. It's uh, it 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 it's like here in Moto America, Jake Gagne and Yamaha, right? We, we don't have that that weight restriction rule or anything like that. Yeah. But th- this is what I tell people, Harry. It, it it's it's when you have a rider that just gels with his team in the motorcycle, yeah. and few yeah. words need to be spoken, and they barely make any changes to set up. It's mm. very hard to beat that rider at yeah, any track, right? Yeah. Because he's just he's in a great mind, great mood. Teams mm. just everything's just just flowing right um yeah, of course yeah but yeah you're right it's it's, it's gonna be big man uh another one scott redding i've always been a big scott That's redding strong, fan. Yeah. yeah um uh, and i again i catch flack from not only americans but some people over there in the uk about uh uh freaking um about Redding, they're like, oh, I don't understand. I'm like, dude, Redding's a beast, bro. Mm, I mean, yeah. dude, straight beast. But yeah, World Superbike is going to be huge this year. Yeah. I can't wait. Johnny Ray on a Yamaha. At first, man, I was like, man, I think Johnny might adapt to the Yamaha faster than Top yeah. Rifle with BMW. Yeah. But um, the more I actually sit down and think about it, Harry, I'm not mm. so sure, man. I think that, uh, I don't know, man. It, it It's going to be an mm. exciting year. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, it's definitely going to be one to watch for sure. I mean, it's definitely going to be closer as well. Obviously, like I said, I spoke about the regulations and, and they've they've um they've actually what they've done is they've uh they've like almost leveled out the weights. I think I'm sure I'm sure they've got like similar um weights now uh, where they'll like add weight to like Alvaro's bike and it will be similar now to like Top Rack. Um, so I think it will help out massively with that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be one to watch honestly. And um, yeah. I think the BMW, like I said, is going to be a strong bike as well. I feel like it's going to be a really good bike. Uh, They've definitely had to do something, I mean, because they were mid-pack, but they were never, like, winning all the time. But I feel like they're definitely going to um, improve this year, hopefully. (laughs) Yeah, for and then, of course, you know. 
for sure for Kawasaki as well. Um, you know, it's a good bike. Like I've seen like with BSB, I mean they're always at the front there. Um and when he was on the Kawi, um that's always been a good bike. And I think for Bassani, Bassani's an amazing rider, you know. I, when I see him on the on the Ducati, I mean he did so well. Like yeah. you know, he's always fighting at the front. Um so hopefully he can do that with the Kawi and hopefully it's a good it's a good you know handling bike um compared to the caddy so yeah i wish i could ride that bike yeah. to be fair but it's done. <laughs> right uh, dude listen harry dude hey I, I, like i said i hope you achieve every dream you ever lived oh, dude why not so. why can't you right yeah, i mean course. yeah in the future for sure and then yeah dude bsb is gonna be a big year man we had dude yeah. birdwell leave pbm so he's taking yeah. one plate to honda nobody knows where glenn irvin's going but i no, hear no, strong no, rumors yeah. I'm hearing strong rumors that he's coming to Moto America over here. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is what I hear. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I've I've heard from several sources that yeah, it's it's it, it's a it's a very good possible. It it, it, it 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 kind of it kind of makes sense because you ain't heard nothing like PBM. They haven't announced any any riders at all. No, I haven't heard anything from them. No, right? Like it's nothing. Crazy. It's just been silence, man. Um. Yeah, and then of course we got Luke Hedger, man, my mate Luke Hedger, uh, oh, Luke, yeah. dude, Luke proper dude, yeah, and then uh, Luke Mosley, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be my man Braden, right, back with the Kawasaki yeah. DOA, yeah, yeah DAO, sorry, uh, it's gonna be, yeah, dude, it's gonna be exciting, Moto America, yeah. we got yeah. our our Super Sport class this year, Harry is stacked, bro, it's is the it? most stacked class. At a at a super bike, at a super stock, at a junior cup, our super sport class is straight stacked, dude. I think I think it's also going to be similar for BSB as uh, British Super Sport oh, as of well. Course. I think there's a lot of riders coming in um, from the stock class to the obviously the super sport championship because obviously they hadn't they they've got nowhere to go of course, so they need to yep. go somewhere, I guess. And obviously some people have gone super teens and and um, and sport bike, but I think a lot of people would be trying to come up to super sport. And, and, um, and the GP2 yeah. class too as well. Yeah, the GP2, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So my man, uh, my mate Cameron Frazier, as you see, I, I got yeah. a shirt right here. Yeah, and then my man Jake Marshall. Yeah, it's it's a uh, man. What an exciting year, man. It's uh, I, I tell you what, dude. Do you? Uh, I tell everybody here in America, dude. You can watch British. One thing about British Superbikes that I love too is you can watch free. The races are for free. Yeah. BritishSuperbike.com. Boom, there it is. But I, I, I tell you what, I'll do, Harry's. I'll uh, we got to pay for our uh, our Moto America app out here. But if you when the season starts, um, I always, I always pay for it, but I'll give you my login and all that information. So you can keep up with Moto America th yeah, this course, year yeah. in 2024 and oh, watch it and, and enjoy it, bro. It's, it's, yeah, gonna be, yeah. it's good racing over there as well. Like, I've seen uh, quite a few races now where I always watch the, uh, the Daytona race with like, um, with obviously like Brandon Pass and all that. Oh, like, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah. He's and, like, a, yeah. Yeah. And like riders like him as well, like so skillful as well. Like you see him like, training on like supermotors like sideways honestly it's like crazy how you watch them but yeah like racing out there as well like your tracks seem like really like bumpy like all the time but like, uh what where was it it was like um there was one track and it just looks really bumpy like everywhere um, yeah, uh, well, Jersey, Jersey, the, Jersey was the last race of the year. It's always been bumpy. They repaved it. They just yeah. repaved Mid Ohio, which they're coming back to Mid Ohio this year, which is going to be super exciting because it's an awesome track. Yeah, of of course. course, 
uh code is always bumpy yeah Harry. that's it that's the one yeah the, code, the American. Yeah. it's uh it, it, the, the reason why that is is because they um look this is rossi what is up rossi <laughs> hello uh they, they, Hi. out 20 minutes Yes, I'll bring you to Nana's house after this. Let me do this, and I'll take you. Uh, but um, he wants to go hang out with my mom. Nana, will you take me to Nana's house? Of course, he, he's got an agenda, right? That, that that's what he's got is an agenda. Um, man, what was I saying? Um, about the trucks, I think. Uh, oh, uh, Coda. So Coda. Uh, thank you. Uh, Coda is. The ground that, from my understanding, the ground that they paved the track on, when it rains there, it's always shifting, mm, right? Yeah. So, so, so the earth is always moving. And plus, when F one comes there, it really ripples that track up because yeah. how soft the ground is underneath it. That's why they've actually had a, a lot of trouble, and it is yeah. super bumpy because of that, right? It's, mm. I mean, dude, Harry, I'm sure it probably cost. I mean, let's just be realistic. Uh, to repave Cadwell Park, right? I'm sure it would be a million dollars plus. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's big money, man. Not everybody's yeah. got a million dollars sitting around to be like, yeah, you know exactly. what? Let's just repave the track, you know? Mm. So, yeah, actually, dude, my man Peter Marsh actually has, has, he says, Chris, I have a topic question for you to ask your young podcast guests. This is something I have learned over the last few years as we bring young kids to our team. Um, which which big shout out, dude. Yeah, because he he brings kids up up through his team too, which is proper mega. Mm -hmm. He says all these amazing young racers only seem to have friends from the racing scene. I found over the years they live their home life online, playing with their racing friends. I find the kids end up living online in their bedrooms as their racing friends live so far away they can only hang out online playing racing games. And it says I I I, I don't have the rest of it peter but yeah you're right right it, it is um especially since i mean covid right when covid yeah. hit dude oh, it's like yeah a lot. that that's when you noticed here everybody's sitting inside because what else could you do right you, yeah, you, you nothing. yeah i mean even when like the championship weren't even running i mean like i would like get all my mates like from racing who i've like met and like would just get ride four and be like playing until like three in the morning like because i wouldn't you know we wouldn't care because Obviously, we've got nothing to do, you know. And it, obviously, that was like 2020. I mean, uh, that was that was ages ago. But I mean, like, we just stay up like all night just playing that. But then, obviously, like now, obviously, like making friends is uh, we make friends like obviously at college. I make friends at like college and stuff. But um, yeah, like obviously, you make some good friends in the racing paddock as well. Um, and yeah, like you say, like living far away, obviously, is hard. So, you know, it's just it's just easy to just go on the PlayStation and just play online like that, you know, and, and try and, and try and race each other on <laughs> talking just, shit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Having that a good time. Online, yeah. <laughs> so, let me ask you this, Harry: What's after racing, bro? Like, you know, what? What's because there's always everything that has a beginning has an end. Uh, you know, you can't race forever, yeah. right? So, so yeah, course, what's yeah. after racing? What, what, well. What, I would like to sort of like own my um, own business in uh, heating and plumbing. Um, so like doing like roundhouses, doing like radiators and uh, like big ACU units and stuff. I'm I'm actually doing that, studying that at college at the minute, um, like to, to, to be an electrician. So um, yeah, just getting my qualifications for that done. And then obviously I'll have enough money in the bank to support myself after racing and stuff and uh, keep going with a career after that. But maybe, maybe I might, start like a little like 
motorbike collection or something get like loads of bikes um and start collecting stuff like that so yeah, yeah. It, it, would you be interested in like <laughs> i mean like just always like sort of staying involved with it going into racing paddocks and still right. like you know yeah. i'll never ever finish that <laughs> no yeah right i mean yeah absolutely you can't yeah I, you know i could see you you know may, maybe being a rider coach or coaching young yeah. kids or yeah, be nice. yeah yeah it'd be proper dude yeah absolutely man I, look dude we, we're an hour and 30 into this bro and it seems like <laughs> we're 20 minutes started right exactly yeah yeah I still, awesome. I need, still need to answer that question about girls about uh about my favorite yep. uh celebrity crush i've got it now i've been thinking about it. megan fox dude mm. There's there, there's been a couple people say Megan Fox for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, right? 100%. Yes. Straight in prime, bro, like in a prime as well. Like, have you ever have you watched Transformers? Of course. Oh, as a kid, like she was like my first ever proper crush. Like watching, I honestly I still do as well. Like just watch Transformers, that amazing movies. Like as a kid, yeah. like seeing like a car like turn into a robot is like right? amazing. <laughs> but like watching that, and uh, as like a as like a five year old kid watching that, and then seeing like the Megan Fox scenes and stuff, and I'm like. Oh my Who God. is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, she's stunning woman. I, I would happily date her. <laughs> right. Me too, right? I'm sure everybody would. Yeah, for sure. 110%, man. Yeah. yeah. Listen, dude, bro, what an honor it is to have you on. Let's mm. uh, let's do definitely a, a, a part two of this for sure. 110%. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, let's, uh, yeah. So, why can't tell tell everybody uh, how they can find you on social media? Actually, your club. Harry Cook's got a club, right? Right, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so like, uh, it's like a um, it's a club. I think, I can't remember what it's like Club 99 or something, Club 90 or something. Yep, Club 99. Um, yeah, you join. Honestly, I, I sort of, um, it's nice to have people in the club because obviously you get your, um, as a fan, you get all like your uh, clothing and, and, and uh, coffee mug, I think, uh, key rings, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, the way to sort of just get involved is to just text me on Instagram or... Uh, any socials um i think my so my instagram is actually uh harry uh harry cook underscore 28 um and my facebook see my dad does a lot on my on facebook because um he's always like trying to like keep me safe online still like um just trying Thanks. to like manage some of the messages and stuff if i can't like get back to him um sure my name is just harry cook um on on uh, facebook uh, and Harry Cook racing as well. Um, so yeah, that's my Facebook and Instagram, um, and I'm sure it'd be the same on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Yep. So yeah, just check it out on there. Yeah. And um, it are you going to be? Are you running the number 99 next year too? Well, this year. Uh, so no, I actually will be changing it to 28. Um, it so Bradley Ray's why, number. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the reason there's a reason behind that though, because I've always like sort of picked a number that was available, so like 90. I had to pick it because um, it was one of the only ones available anyway. And it sort of like fitted in well with my name. And I sort of did the same for the number 99, like Cook, like C99K, as it, it looks like the two O's. Yeah. Um, but I've actually changed it to 28 because uh, it's like my birthday. So you have like 12, 10, 06. Um, so it all sort of like comes in, adds up to 28. Um and yeah, it's a good, and also it's the same for my sister's uh, sister's birthday as well. So uh, yeah, it's kind of it's quite it's quite a cool number as well for that. And one of my favourite riders is uh, is Angover because um, in in Moto Two now, uh, a lot of people actually say I look a lot like him. 
<laughs> so um yeah no i'll chose that one yeah yeah that's dude proper so listen everybody i don't know why you're sitting here it get off of this right now go sign up dude harry cook sign, sign up for his club help him out dude it's yeah, proper you get you get uh dude merch uh mm-hmm. you know, a t-shirt what yeah, a coffee yeah, mug and some key yeah, rooms. yeah. And that absolutely also- yeah, you can. I think at the minute we'll start giving like, um, like the part like from last season's merch. But if you wait, um, we should have the new merch soon um, for the the Kawasaki sort of stuff and, and Rocket and all sorts. And also uh, with the Rocket merch, uh, so like for our new um, merch, I think it will. I'm not hundred percent sure, but it's all done by Dread Clothing, um, which is quite like a it's like um quite a used clothing, but it'll be in fan zone. It'll be in the nice. fan zone of DSB, so it'll be like you can go in the shop and get it and whatnot. So it'd be nice seeing you guys wearing the, the team merch and the and Harry Cook merch for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I will. I absolutely I'm gonna give yeah, you 110 percent There's there, no <laughs> question. I'm gonna wear it on my podcast for sure. Oh, mega, 110%, yeah, a hundred ten percent. And then then dude, Paul, Paul McKee, what is up, mate? He says, Good luck this season, oh, brother. Thanks. thanks so much, Paul. Yeah, Paul's awesome, man. He Good guy, good guy. Uh, but yeah, man, listen, Harry, dude, this has been so much fun. I yeah, love I know. It's actually dude, good, yeah. Yes, yes, good, good, dude. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, We're, yeah. Thank you guys as always. Uh, big shout out to everybody that always watches, likes, and subscribes. Mm-hmm. Please, please go. I don't never say it, man. I, I need to start a buddy of mine. So you need to start telling everybody to go like and subscribe and do all this. I feel like, dude, if I just naturally be the way I am, it's just gonna happen, yeah. right? Just, so yeah, involves, yeah, I just, just yes, yeah. yes, yes. But listen, I just want to say. Whoever does, yeah, thank you guys so much, man. I really appreciate all the love and support you guys give us yeah. all the time. It's 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 proper. Thank you, everybody that chimed in, asked comments. This episode will be out tomorrow on Spotify, everywhere but Apple. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to watch it live, you can go back and watch it on YouTube and on Facebook too, either on my page or Pendergas. Uh, would like to obviously give a big shout out to my man Jake and Peter Marsh. Uh Really great mates. You guys need to go to Club 45 also and sign up for him. Help him out too. Wonderful lads. Um, big shout out to my man Martin from, from the Clothing Kings. He makes all pin the gas merch, which will be available on his website coming up here very soon. Uh, so yeah, I appreciate all the love and support. You guys already know who I am. As my man Cool Jules always says, I'm Chris, the whole effing show, Simcoe. And man, what an honor. BSB future champion Harry Cook is in the house, baby. Yes, let's go. Until next time, we will see you guys later. See you later. All right, hang on, Harry.